and welcome to the Gear Slam, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I am Phil. I'm Cole. We slam it hard so you don't have to. Warm it up, Phil. I'm about to. Warm it up. That's what I was born to do. <laughs> uh, the memories. Good memories. Mm-hmm. We all that have was very like, vivid memories of that song. That was a good memory of a time just moments ago. All I know is that crisscross will make you jump. Jump. Mm-hmm. The Mac Daddy as well will make you jump. I wasn't exactly the target audience for that song, but I was the target age. Yeah, weren't you 13 when they were 13 (laughs) or something like that? Um, I wonder what year this song came out. Because I I know I was older than they were when they were popular. I remember being like um, a kid. I'm trying to think of where I lived. Because that will tell me how old I was. I was probably like fourth or fifth grade when they were popular or younger even. Like third or fourth grade. Yeah, because I, I lived in New Mexico and they were popular, so it was like third grade probably. So it would have been like 91 or 92. Yeah, 92 it was released, so I was 10. I'll make you jump, jump, right, wiggle and 10, take your so rump. I was probably like nine that summer, so it was like, yeah, it was after third grade. Some of the try to rhyme, but they can't rhyme like this. Some of the try to <laughs> rhyme, but they can't rhyme like this. Some of the try to rhyme, but they can't rhyme like this. Some of the try to rhyme, but they can't. <laughs> such a great it's line. It's funny that you were like in your 20s and yet you still know that song. I'm miggity-miggity-miggity-miggity-mack daddy. I'm miggity-miggity-miggity-miggity-mack. I'm miggity-miggity-miggity-miggity-mack daddy. But also, they were like talking about macking on girls and stuff and they were like like young. 13, I think. Yeah. Well, maybe this is just because I They call me D-A-D-D-Y-M-A-C. That seems too young to be talking about being a Mac Daddy, like nobody's a Mac Daddy at thirteen years old. <laughs> what about a Daddy Mac? Well, that's I mean that's another discussion altogether, but and we could have that discussion. That's no, that <laughs> needs to be for next episode. But how old do you think they were? That's this episode is for Mac Daddy, and that the next episode is for Daddy Mac. I don't really, know. You you can blame it all on Jermaine Dupree. He's the one that, right? Isn't he the guy that like made them basically? Oh, the guy from that movie, uh, You, Me, and Jermaine Dupri? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that guy. <laughs> is that is that the... That's like... Hey, they were actually named... I just Googled them and they're on Wikipedia. They were both named Chris. I love how uh-huh. you say they're on and Wikipedia one... as if like they passed some certification <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> And they Chris, made it on. They made it on Wikipedia, guys. Listen, listen to their names: Chris Kelly and Chris Smith. Oh, well. So who who was cross? Were they both Chris Cross, or was one of them Chris and one was Cross? No, they were. Mac they were Daddy two guys named Mac. Chris. I, yeah, but together they were Chris Cross with K's. Good thing they originally were called the Chris Cross Kids. But that's kind of like was not a how name. Lil Bow Wow's <laughs> name was Lil Bow Wow, and now it's just and then, Bow Wow. Yeah, and then he was like, like "No, nah, I'm over we that." Remember, 
That's like Romeo if Pee Wee Herman just changed his name to Herman or something. Like, we we know you were Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Lol. Lol Bow Wow. There's like nothing. You can't find anything about their actual lives. I'm trying to see. That's the way Listeners. to do it, though. They, they probably made like a decent amount of money and then and then just like got out of the spotlight. Because I was thinking the other day. And now like, they're just in real estate. That would be... That would be kind of miserable to be famous nowadays, because people yeah. like like I was thinking about because that uh, the girl that's on Star Wars I can't what's her character's name that everyone Which was girl? like oh, harassing because yeah, yeah. her character is yeah, kind of lame Rose, Rose. Yeah. oh um gosh, and it's I was like just looking at first of all she's just an actor like I also like that character yeah and I know like, what like of all the of all the characters to get upset about like. You know, I don't think that she was like the best character in the movie, but she wasn't like certainly wasn't the worst. Well, and I guess a lot of it has like I I was I saw one article that was like a lot of it's racist, like the stuff that people are saying. And so and she was like, screw this. I'm done with. Yeah, it's really rough. And a lot of it is like clapback stuff because people are upset that they think that the new movies are like um whatever but you can hate the new movie being and not be no, horrible no to, but they think that oh, they're, like they're being like they're trying too hard to be a diverse or whatever yeah that they're yeah, trying totally. too hard to be yeah inclusive. Which is like, so they're even like, then which is like, first you can of all, still screw you <laughs> but even then even if you're like hey freaking disney you're trying to manipulate me with your um you know all-inclusive blah 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 like you could mm-hmm. still say that and not attack one person no, Phil, but you also, have to understand that the people, people who are, say that are, are racist. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like, I get so it. Trying to apply so reason. To expecting those people to not people. act racist. No, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, why would you? <laughs> but but also, like, the idea that it doesn't <laughs> fit in. Defend it. Idea that it doesn't fit, like, within the canon. Like, if Star Wars is meant to just be the future, like, <laughs> people in Star Wars are, like, used to live on Earth, right? No, there's no, no, there's no use to, Phil, because it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. There, yeah, okay. there is no Earth for them. I mean, there is, but Earth, like, but... but like, if people say, "Oh, well, there, there wouldn't be like black people and oh. Asian people and stuff," it's like, well, there's like people. Maybe I'm thinking of Star Trek more, but it's like Star Trek is all, definitely a message all kinds of... of like weird aliens. Like the thought that there wouldn't also be people of different races is ridiculous. But also, why wouldn't there be like if yeah, there are people like? Right, there, but like there are people in our world of different yeah, races. Exactly, like that's <laughs> why would how, that's if, reality. If so, anything, you should not want them to have any humans. Yeah, that's the weird part. <laughs> oh, okay. um, I have bad news for you guys. Are you not recording? No, it's not that. What, what? is it? Mac Daddy died in 2013. <laughs> Who? I'm so relieved that a human died and it didn't affect our podcast. That's not a good sign. But I was like, oh, Who? good. I thought we were going to have to. I thought we were going to have to re-record five minutes of awful podcasting. Chris <laughs> Mac, Chris Mac Daddy Kelly lost his life. Died in 2013 of a drug overdose. Here's Yikes. what I'm half expecting. I'm half expecting uh, one of our newest fans. Yeah. To know one or both of the Chris's. Like personally? 
Yeah. Well, one of them's dead, so. No, you said, wait, which one, which Chris is it? Chris Kelly. Chris oh, Chris. Mac Daddy Kelly. Chris Pine? Chris. Chris Angel. Chris Angel. <laughs> uh, Chris. What are, who are the other Chris's right now? Pratt. There's Chris. There's Chris Pine. There's uh, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Chris Pratt. I just Chris said Chris Pratt. Pratt. And then who's um, there's America? Dude. Captain yeah, America. Chris, Chris Evans. White. Chris Whiteman. Evans. Chris Whiteman. Oh. <laughs> Chris Whiteman. It's not Whiteman. <laughs> That's also accurate, I guess. <laughs> I should. Did I tell that story? But they're all still alive. About that all guy? those white Chris's. I tell that story about that guy outside of my office on the podcast. Yeah, no, I don't think you did it on the podcast. Like I work uh, for anyone who's familiar with Utah at all. Temple Square is is like the main sort of tourist attraction. It's kind of the center of the city, and it's also uh, there's this big building called the Church Office Building where you know thousands of people work there, and everyone. All the men have to wear white shirts and ties, and so. Oh, you, no! You did. T- I don't know if you told it on the podcast. Yeah, but I you don't did. T- think yes. I did. But I was walking across the street from Temple Square, so like in a sea of white people in white shirts, you know. <laughs> well, I wasn't like at the time. I was just walking across the street by myself, and this guy who was standing there, they were doing demolition on one of the buildings across the street, and he was like taking a smoke break or something. He's like, "Oh, white man in a white shirt." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that's accurate, but like of all the places to point that out. <laughs> so I basically I was I was uh I was a victim of racism, is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. You could say you got burned by racism. Yeah. You could say that. So how did Chris which Chris was it? I'm gonna say this one more time. How did he die? Chris Daddy Kelly died in 2013 of a drug overdose. Oh, Which drug? I don't know, Phil. I was not there. Okay, so we and Wikipedia does not say. We assumed that he died that that they had normal. Oh, sorry, lives. sorry, sorry. Yes. Okay, sorry. It was Mac Daddy. I almost thought I that was the drug he died of, or that was Mac. the person. <laughs> Died of a Mac Daddy overdose. <laughs> so he was born in 1978, which makes him four years older than me. So that means in 92, he was there. He was only 14, right? Is my math? Yes. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. I mean, he, it's better to burn out than to fade away, I guess. Right. Yeah, Name the song. Totally. Uh. I think that's just a movie quote. Is that a song too? Mm-hmm. Did you know that they toured with Michael Jackson in '92? Whoa, that's, um, that's not surprising. Probably, yeah, we just said they were 14. I mean, <laughs> hey, oh, this will be good. Hey, hey go have you seen those? Hey, have you seen those little boys that have a, a couple hit songs? I want them on the tour. We're definitely sure not that's a good idea, Michael. This. Michael, are you sure that's a good idea? What? What's the problem? Uh, I don't know, Michael. It just doesn't seem like a good look for you. I think we need to change it. No, I think it's fine. I love the children. I want to be surrounded by the children. 
You guys aren't laughing. <laughs> <laughs> We're cringing. I'm actually like I'm trying to contact my lawyer as you're talking to see who can possibly. He's sue dead. For this, for this I didn't hear what you said, so that's plausible deniability. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma internet cut out right me. then. <laughs> yeah. So uh, missed it all. Ironically, the grandma internet is what saved Aaron. <laughs> so guys, Once again, guys, I want to say one thing and thank a person called Will. Lehu, who now gives us money. Oh, do we have a do we have a new uh, patron? Yeah, as of today. Ooh, thank you, Will. Tuesday, Tuesday. As of Tuesday. <laughs> Where? Which one of you did that voice? As of Tuesday. I can't even tell. Will Lehu. He's saying right now that's Aaron. He's our newest patron. <laughs> oh, I, I want the I want the viewers at home uh, to know that uh, we were talking before we started recording uh, about potential po- uh, topics and everything, and Phil said, "I think we should just wing it." <laughs> well, <laughs> as if that was like a novel. <laughs> we want the flip. American people to know. That we still have two out of the three branches of government working, and that and ain't, ain't bad. <laughs> this episode is, of course, brought to you by Sinusoid. Sinusoid, we got the ropes. Arby's has the meats. Sinusoid has the ropes. IHOP has the meats now, too. We, we got, got the, the ropes. We got the ropes. We got the ropes. Yeah, yeah we got, we the, got ropes. the ropes. Perfect song parody. Yep. <laughs> Today's Name. Tuesday, and that reminds me of one thing. The cable of the week. Every week, they got a pre-configured cable with TechFlex in the cool color combo. Available to order immediately. Do it. Hmm. Do it. And, and they actually and do that. They patrons, make cool stuff. Patrons actually get a 10% off coupon. Code yes, and the code story. for that is... Don't tell them. Going to be told to you on the podcast, right? But will, what's his name? Lahue, Lahue. Will Lahue? Will you message us? Will I what, Phil? (laughs) Get it? Will Lahue? Will Lahue give me the code? That's like old school Jim Carrey. (laughs) Yeah. Will Uh, will Lahue? Will Lahue? Ace Ventura. Lehu Zahir. Lehu Zahir. Yep. I'm looking for Cable of the Week on the... Cable of the Week. I think it's um an email thing that they send out. Oh, email blast. it's on the site too. Is it? Yep. If you yeah, go if you just sinusoid. go to sinusoid.com, it'll pop up. Yep, it's on... Let's see here. Also, this if is, you look at Friends of Sinusoid, good, you'll see good us podcasting. on there. Yeah, we're in fr- also in good company. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead. I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, I was going to say thanksforfriendship.com is a cool website that yes. Sinusoid owns. That. Yeah. That is awesome. Go on. I like it. 
you should go to it. Okay. There you have it. I feel like all three of us are trying to hold separate conversations with somebody else while we're recording. (laughs) Guys, a listener, I assure you, we have a great show for you today. We're going to talk about subtractive physics. We're going to talk about international diplomacy and its effect on the economy. Mm. And we're going to talk about the tiny house movement. Mm. And we're going to talk about matching head socks. Yay or nay. We're also going to talk about... First topic. Matching head socks. Yay or nay. We're also going to talk about uh, the no. recent news with Gibson. Matching head socks, yay or nay? Go. Um, which, I, which, which guitar? Any. Which headstock? And all. Um, Any and all. Fender, yay. Okay. Gibson, nay. When have you ever seen a Gibson with a matching headstock? I don't know. If it's black. <laughs> If it's wood yeah, colored, maybe. I don't know. Actually, uh, well, I guess, yeah. Aren't all Gibson headstocks just black? I think so. Yeah. So I think there might black... be some that are like raw, that are not colored, or that are just raw wood. I think I mean, even those ones have a black. Because like the M2 Do had they? a black headstock. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. And that was yeah, because they, like the, they all have the black cap on them. Yeah. I would say matching so f- headstocks only with rosewood fretboards, though, not with maple. Really? Oh, see, I was, I was thinking maple can be cool, but it's pretty rare. Like matching headstocks were a '60s thing, and that was That's... when they were mostly in rosewood fretboards. Hmm. 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 Guys, trust hmm. me. Hmm. I looked it up on the internet. Okay, but um, they have, I thought we were, Fender has American Fender's special. on Wikipedia now, and I was able. Are, to look are we? <laughs> are we talking what we what we like or what exists? Just both. What do you like? What do you like? Because I mean, Aaron made it sound like I think it wasn't I mostly, like like I don't quiz. think I have a good idea of what. Well, if we're talking what about what maple, exists, then the more appropriate answer would be nay. No, the answer is you know matching headstocks. Yes, but Yay. most often no. as in, but even with Fenders, they're pretty as in rare. they exist. Mo- but yeah, but matching headstocks, nay. Yay, they exist. Generally do not match. But that's not... Guys, I can't ha- I can't even handle this today. No, listen. You do they exist? The yes or no? That's they not do the que- exist. That was not the question. No, the question was matching headstocks. So I'm going to yes, tell you exactly. what's happening right now in my world. <laughs> somebody just listed a Tom DeLong Strat with Fender launch for... $320. Tom Solange. Which is a really good price. They sell for like six, seven hundred dollars on reverb, which is kind of crazy because they're which one is it? Is it like the yellow one? Uh if it was, I would already have it. It's it's uh surf green <laughs> or seafoam green. Oh uh, okay. It's kinda it's just the most common one, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it has the yellow just one normal, is so cool. It has normal pickups. I'm I'm honestly not positive. Oh, it and, does? Yeah, like it just has three weird. strap pickups, and it's like a bright white pick guard, which is kind of weird, anyways. Um, so it's like, but is it? So the only thing that. So the thing that well, it has the neck plate <laughs> like, that says Tom DeLong on it, and also yeah. the, it has the seventies headstock. Like okay. It has the oversized like, headstock. Why would you do that? Oh, and it's a hardtail. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, the hardtail, I guess. So like a hardtail thing. strat is cool, but it makes me wonder what else. Like there's a decent chance it's just a Squire Tom DeLong body with uh, a Mexican neck on it. 
It has the yeah. it has the bigger headstock. I don't know. I'm still debating. I I texted him and offered him two fifty, and he said no, and I just left it with that for now. I don't have the fire to flip like I used to. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to think of like why you would have a Tom DeLonge Strat and then make it into like a regular Strat. It's just so it's weird. It's just because it's a hardtail, I guess, and it's a yeah, cool color. Like they don't make foam green is like. On one hand, it's not like a normal color, but of the non-normal colors, it's the most common. Yeah. Like I mean, I guess they like don't. Nowadays, them, it's so. a very, it's a pretty boring color, you know. Hmm. Yeah, it's not super yeah. exotic. Maybe that's just among the you know, the internet people that internet gear people that we interact with. But so okay, so I'm looking at pictures on. Um, the Google. I don't know if you know this, but the Tom DeLonge Strat is on Google now. <laughs> I hope they and... signed up for that. <laughs> the Good routing in that guitar is crazy. Have you it's seen it? it? It's HSH on the on the Mexican one. Or is okay, it I don't know what I'm looking routing? at. No, it's just like one bar. So it's just routed for the humbucker and the knob, but like all in one route. No, that's not a Fender one. Then that's a that's like a one what is that? Oh, that's the Squire. It looks like. Even the Squire one is routed HSS. I'm telling you, this is on reverb, so maybe it's wrong, but let me see what it they, says. They might have done two different ones, but all the ones I've seen, because I remember I, I almost bought a Mexican one, and it, it's HSH routed. Hey, I'm going to um, send you a picture of this, because it's. I'm going to send you the link. It's crazy looking. I've never seen a route like this before. It is a cool, like, it's a cool pick. I mean, heck, I'm I'm having a custom guitar belt that only has one pickup. The pickup itself is kind of ridiculous. Like it's, it's got an Invader pickup yeah. in it, which is like the, like the highest output possible. pickup in the world, or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that is that's super weird. That's weird, right? That doesn't I, look. I, I don't think. I think that's it's a, weird. That's an actual squire. Maybe it is. I, mean, I don't know what else it would be. Uh, but look at the second picture of that link. Is that? Like one of those tilt things, what do you or is mean? that just a? So see, it has the fifth hole, the big hole behind. Yeah, no, that's just the that's just where they hold the. They always the yeah, they always have that. That's they like don't always this, have that giant hole like that. Uh, most of them do. It doesn't. It usually really? isn't on the back though. It's usually only on the front. But that's where like the CNC yeah. holds it in place because there's yeah, usually yeah. one inside. Well, you can see one underneath the pickup too. Yeah. But yeah. Look how that's faded crazy, it is from though. the pick guard too. Man, so dirty. That's is, like a smoker guitar. People, I know. People are going to be like screaming at their iPods. <laughs> like, we want looking, pictures. Stop looking at the internet. Well, you know what? I'm. I apologize genuinely. And we'll try to do. But that's better. crazy. That's a crazy route. I'll try to remember to post this in the group. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Did, did I tell that story? I bought a bunch of guitars from that one guy, and he ended up moving like right down the street from me. He was selling all these guitars because he was moving and in the place he moved to is like four houses away from me. And so we've hung out That's a few hilarious. times and, and uh, I see him at concerts and stuff. So he just posted uh, one of these vintage modified Jaguar basses. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those? They're really yeah, cool. I they, have one. They have. Oh, that's right. Do you have the short scale one? Yeah, the Jag bass. So it's this the, is. Um, go ahead. This is the long scale version. Oh, okay. But like it's a PJ, like it has a P bass pickup and a jazz bass pickup. Yeah, that's what mine has. And it's like 
like you can see that in the picture. In the so he posted it on our local swap group. The very first question is this the one with the P and J pickups? <laughs> like it's right there. It's right there. He just replied yes. <laughs> that's a that's a fun little base actually. I really... Yeah, I know. I'm I'm tempted to buy it from him because we've bought we've bought gear even since then a few times from mm. each other and he's a good dude. So, um, but I already have two bases. I'm not very good at base. Yeah. I have the Jag special, the, um, it's like the it's, active one. It's like There's a super picture. short scale, isn't it? It's not. I mean, I don't really know. I'm not super oh, familiar with yeah, bass, I'm, but it's I'm like, not either. it's longer than a guitar. Yeah. Still feels bigger than a guitar, but yeah, it's definitely small. It has a I really if it's like, like, I wonder if it's like the base six scale length and they just use the same neck and jig and everything. Maybe it has a very narrow neck on it. Yeah. Like not flat ways, but like width, you know? Yeah. Like it's a, it's more like a jazz bass. Mm-hmm. I played it. Both of my basses have jazz bass necks on them. Even one of them's a P bass body, but, um, every P bass I've, played feels just enormous like the necks are significantly different hmm. i think that's a you know known thing but yeah they're they're way different so have you guys played guitar very much lately because i haven't and it's depressing um i was playing quite a bit and then so the tiny house thing was only kind of a joke we've been doing this whole not really tiny house we've been like cleaning everything out spring cleaning and stuff so i've had all my guitars like in cases stacked up and stuff the yeah, last yeah. few days which sucks but wait you, know, <laughs> you live and you learn do? tiny house that's... like minimalism thing i've been throwing a lot of stuff away oh, is why I was in the, okay okay in all the right. document yeah yeah that that oh, oh, sort of that came and went right that whole trend of like oh i'm gonna have the this tiny little house. house that's like I pulled behind my car or whatever. I think so. No, mo- I mean, but most, most people part. don't pull it behind their car. They leave it in somebody else's like yeah, that's side yard. Yeah, exactly. We have this conversation where it's like, yeah, I can't believe it's so inexpensive. And it's like, yeah, that's because you're stealing land from somebody else. <laughs> it's like those bikes that people are riding. just like rent for an hour and then leave it somewhere on yeah. the corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know that um, there are, I remember watching one of the documentaries about it and you can, um, there are rules about how small your house is allowed to be in most States, but it can't be too small. Yes. But if it has wheels on it, for it to be considered a house or whatever, like, yes. But if it has wheels, then, and, and like a trailer hitch, then even (laughs) if you have no intention of ever dragging it around, yeah, yeah. That then it becomes a mobile home, and the the standard for a mobile home is like totally different. And then it's just about your your city's rules about like parking, and some some cities have rules about like how long you can park it publicly, and yeah, if it's like or, hooked up and stuff, or privately, yeah. like um, yeah, even on private property, they won't let you live in it for a certain more than a certain amount of time in a lot of places. Some 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 places, yeah, so. Some don't care, and so it's like, you know, that's why you just know. hit up hit up the Walmart parking lot, you know, right? Don't a lot of WalMarts have like hookups and stuff for RVs? I think that's uh, like a selling point. I don't know. 
I, I don't know. I, I know that they that they're totally fine with you. Like most of them are night. Part yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And having your own personal Burning Man in their parking lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess the idea is that at some point you'll have to come in and at least buy like some Cheetos or something like that. <laughs> and not just use the bathroom. Yeah, some exactly. Hot Cheetos. Yeah. Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. Cheetos. This episode is also brought to you by the Gabrielle Tenero Stream Company. <laughs> That sounds, I just what, realized. What made you think of that, Aaron? <laughs> I was going to say that. I was going to say that. I had it like in the chamber before we started talking about yeah, Cheetos. Yeah. Um. <laughs> they need a, they need like a snack that's like Takis, but it's just it's Cheetos spelled C-H-I-T-O-S. That'd be awesome. No, like some places actually like spell it like J-A-C-H-I-R-R-O-S, Hot Cheetos. Oh. I've seen that on signs. Cheetos. Like they sell and it's hot Cheetos. Which is cool. It's rad. cool. It's really rad. Guys, we can all agree that that's awesome. Right? <laughs> that's good stuff. That's really good stuff right there. Um, but actually Gabrielle's been listening to the podcast, so we have to say nice things about him now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is I mean Usually usually people don't listen, so yeah. <laughs> you, know, you can say whatever you want about them. <laughs> um, did are we gonna talk about? No. Okay. What? Wait, really? <laughs> I don't know yeah. what you're gonna say, but no, oh. well, probably not. If it's what I think you're gonna say, then no. Well, you don't know what I. What if you're thinking a different thing? Then, if you really think it's a really good thing to talk about, and it's not the thing that I think you're gonna say. I just don't think it. I just think it might not be the thing that you think it is. That's fine. Okay. Why don't you tell me what it is? It's more other sponsors. Mormon? No. I knew exactly no. what you were going to say. And no. <laughs> <laughs> Those are our two sponsors. Okay, we have two sponsors. This episode. Yes. We have two sponsors. We have sponsors. But we also we have two we also have people who have given us wonderful gifts over the last hundred plus episodes. Correct. So thank you all for those wonderful <laughs> gifts. Yeah. I don't know if we were like clear about that with those Dolan. Did we talk about that specifically with those Dolan boards? I Yes. I mean, yeah, I, I, I at one point Aaron said specifically job. that the, the situation, this podcast is not endorsed by Dolan boards. <laughs> Although, but they have he's awesome us. for giving us stuff. They paid us in free boards, and then <laughs> so now we will talk positively about them, regardless. But we of what are we endorsed by Dan Dolan, the person. Right. Yes, he's given us his personal endorsement on our Wikipedia yes. page. He, uh, and actually, on my LinkedIn, he endorsed me for working, <laughs> and he also endorsed me for email. I'm proficient. Hmm. I'm proficient in email. I don't know if you guys knew that. Oh, he endorsed that you are proficient in email. That's nice. No, he just endorsed me for email. Is that what? It, that's the language they use, isn't it, on LinkedIn? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about LinkedIn. I'm pretty somebody, sure. It is. Oh, David, David Leong, our uh, our uh, Hispanic friend. He <laughs> yeah. he endorsed me for like acoustics or something like that, and I was like, oh, that's nice. I don't know that he From actually the, knows uh, that I know anything about it, but Southwest lower part of NorCal. 
<laughs> exactly. He's from Senkal. I actually have a friend who doesn't listen, but he's like, he's a recruiter for LinkedIn. Oh. And is I, there a worse existence than that? Like he tries to recruit people to get <laughs> on the website because no, no, one's no, 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 no. He God, no. So the service is so network. unappealing they have to actively <laughs> recruit people. No, his job, and I don't, I don't. I tried to ask him, like, okay, how exactly does this work? He gets money from companies. Yeah. I don't know, like, why oh, to, like, you're find, saying it, to find them. Okay, employees. so he's not recruiting employees for LinkedIn. He's no, it's he's like selling. Whole, he's selling premium services to companies or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or he's and helping he, companies find people on LinkedIn or something. And he flies all over. No, because it's like it's like, hey, if you use LinkedIn for this many months, if you have this many employees and you mm-hmm. and you use us for this many months, then I can give you this kind of a deal on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm oh. like, what? But so he works for LinkedIn. Yes. That's so he doesn't he get money. But then you said he gets money from companies. Well, like LinkedIn pays. Right. Because he gets, yes, he gets it. Well, it's like, like he gets dude, if you work at the freaking Corvette dealership, mm-hmm. you make your money from the Corvette dealership, but you convince people to buy a Corvette. And if they buy three Corvettes, you get the commission for uh, those yeah. three Corvettes. Yes. But if you said, I get my money from. Ford, I would assume that you don't work for the Corvette dealership. I don't know. That's not a bad example. It is. But you understand how what you said could be confusing. LinkedIn, no. That's all I... You don't. LinkedIn gives him money for getting companies to sign up. Abraham LinkedIn. But you said he gets money from (laughs) companies. I'm with Phil on this one. Thank you. You said he gets money from companies. He gets the he companies gets to give LinkedIn money. Yeah. And yeah, that makes it. sense. He sells to companies. He sells LinkedIn yes. to companies. You know what? Rewind the tape. Yes. I he didn't say brief disc. Full of LinkedIn. I didn't say mini disc. <laughs> you said he's LinkedIn a recruiter like for huge... LinkedIn who gets money from other companies. They have this huge office right next to my brother's house. And it's crazy. I don't... There must be like... A huge I'm not saying part... that you explained it wrong. I'm just saying that is why I was confused. Bill, you yeah. can you can just be okay in the fact that you're not wrong in this. I I know I just but you're also not right. <laughs> I'm not. I want our viewers to right. let us know if they've actually used LinkedIn for anything uh, useful. In the last yeah, and if you did, months, what what company was paying you? They just built this huge <laughs> new facility. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, <laughs> Such a jerk. <laughs> no, did, I want to know. Man. Did <laughs> did LinkedIn? I I'm curious. Did LinkedIn? How old are you? And did LinkedIn Who help your... you get a job? Yeah, that's a good question, right? Yeah. Well, is that like the whole? I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't understand the purpose Wait, of LinkedIn. Is that what LinkedIn that, what does? I know they have a lot of money. I think the goal, yeah, I would say the goal of LinkedIn is to like make connections so that people can see your resume. Right. Yeah. For the purpose of getting jobs. Yes or no? Yeah. 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 Like, or. Okay. Yeah. But you have to have a job. 
to be on LinkedIn. No, you don't. I know. I'm just kidding. It's a catch 22. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like got to have the rich get richer type of thing. You got to have money. It's to like you money. need a job to get experience, but you can't get a job without experience. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But how do you get experience? <laughs> <laughs> For free. You join our uh, join LinkedIn. Here, here's the I'll tell you what. You join our Patreon. Ten dollars a month. I will endorse you for any category you want to be endorsed in. Oh man, Can, I hope I hope wait, somebody wait. puts like terrorism or something like that. And Aaron has to endorse them for. Terror, I'll endorse it. Or just like white supremacy. Aaron, this person I have I have witnessed that that person has much white supremacy in their heart. <laughs> I, I will can personally that. attest. Wait a I, minute. I personally vouch for the level of racism exhibited by said person. Can can uh, see here's how little I know about LinkedIn. Can <laughs> the Gear Slum have a LinkedIn account? Yeah, no, it's free. I don't think so. Yeah, but like, a group. We could just like make one called Gear Slum. Yeah, Ge- first name Gear, last name Slum. And we could oh, have like a saying. business, like a person in a business suit, but then the Gear Slum logo instead of their face. <laughs> 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 and like. It'd be like a full body shot, so he's like standing there holding a briefcase or whatever. Yeah, or she with, with one hand holding a briefcase, the other hand looking at a watch, but no eyes a, because it's, it's a, a gear slum logo. Suit. A fancy pants suit. <laughs> fancy pants suit. <laughs> a fancy think, suit. So guys, I'm. I kind of think this is a good idea. I, and I'm, of course, and then early. and then gear slum can. I like how it's gear slum now. It's a person. Yeah. yeah. Then good old gear slum. Doctor, I'm sorry, Doctor Slum. Then Doctor Slum can. No, you know. Gear Slum Esquire. He's an attorney at law. Okay, Gear Slum Esquire can do all kinds of things for the the viewers who also have LinkedIn accounts. Yes, we can. Okay, so we are in agreement. <laughs> We are in total agreeance. <laughs> I endorse your usage of agreeance. <laughs> oh man, what a this, show! What a day! What a day! Do we? Do we have any anything? Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> do we, have anything? we don't have anything. I tried to talk no. about like guitar. No, stuff, we do. You we do. Ready? Didn't want to. I'm playing a show tomorrow night. What kind? Magic show? Uh, no. Barista Nightmare. This is a one-star review, and it's titled One Star. Of, and of it our goes, podcast? This pedal quit working after a couple of months. Don't Wouldn't make recommend. fun of my voice. I'm not making fun of it. I'm emulating. Yes, you are. You're no, making emulating fun. the person's voice. I'm Here, I'll do it. <laughs> this pedal stopped working. <laughs> <laughs> I only I only do that because that's like part of the greatness of the segment. No, you know what? It's worthless without it. First of all, the first time but... I did it, you were like, "Can you just read it like a normal person?" That's what you said. But Phil, that is exactly what that. you said. We have to. We have to. It's do that. part of the gag. I agree. I think it makes it better. I think it makes the whole thing better. But initially, you were like, "Can you read it? Please, just read it like a normal person." But, see, like, but no. part of what makes it better is that I tell you it doesn't make it better. Mm. 
Like when I'm antagonistic towards you on the podcast, that <laughs> makes it even better. What about when you're antagonistic towards him privately <laughs> when nobody else can see it? What's that? What purpose does that serve, Aaron? Yeah, Aaron. That never happens. <laughs> okay. What about when I'm antagonistic towards him? That never happens either, right? <laughs> never. Do we have new gone. reviews? On iTunes, I don't know. No, yeah. finish reading so that review because I'm gonna guess what it is. That was it. That's the whole thing. Oh, because it stopped working after a couple months. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> okay, By Jeff uh, Decker. I'm. Is this a? Um, is it a Wampler pedal? No. <laughs> Why do you say it's Wampler? I don't know. I'm just. The pedals are garbage. <laughs> extra, extra. Read all about it. Wampler pedals because do not work. TC electronic is it because I do not like their graphics, so their pedals probably break sooner. What graphics? If if their graphics are not as cool looking. How are the graphics? Everybody knows that. (laughs) They have no graphics to speak of. That's my computer gaming nerd voice. How are the graphics? How how are the graphics? (laughs) Um, Link is the name of the character, not Zelda. Zelda is the princess. Uh, <laughs> how are the graphics in Mario Brothers? Mario's name PO'd is Mario Mario. Won't send me any body is that weird? I know. So Mario, his brother's Mario. named Luigi Mario. Yeah. Mario Mario. His what, name is Mario Mario. What's Wario? Is he just like an an experiment? Like a he's Wario Mario. He's from like an alternate he's not universe. Mario's brother. He's no, Wario he's like, Wario. He's bad Mario. He he's like an evil Mario from an like an alternate universe. His name but is they Wario. They race Wario. carts against Wario, each other. Wario. They aren't from an alternate universe. They live in the same universe. Have you seen the crazy universe that they're in? It's like a mixture. It it there's dinosaurs with eggs. Uh, it's a different. It's all yeah, kinds it's a different of world, but it's not a different dimension. Cole, oh, you okay. can move from one universe to another. Okay. And then so race space, each other in cars with, within the multiverse. Travel. Yeah. Well, what I want to know is dimensional why, travel. That's different than space travel, but okay. Where are they in different the Mario dimensions? Characters white. <laughs> are you pissed about it? Are you going to harass somebody online? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We do have a new review. We do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Here it goes. I think we have a couple. Okay, we do have a couple. Here's. I'll read the. Doug King ninety. Doug, you can't keep writing us reviews. No, the last one wasn't him. It was. Did we else. read this? I know. This is what I'm saying. There's a new one. Are you looking for a new podcast? Are you looking to become part of the greater guitar community? Did we already do this one? Are you looking uh, to get inside so. looks into all things guitar culture? Yes. Look no further and feast your ears on the greatest guitar podcast ever. Hmm. Sweet. Sweet. Shout out to get the Doug latest King. He's the get the latest man. news. Oh, I should read it in his accent. Get the latest news and no, not, not strong enough. From three industrial professionals. No, just start. You got to start with. Oh a wait, key he's phrase. from the south, right? And, and work your way like, back. He sounded like he's AGB from from Rounders. He's from down under. <laughs> and all the friendship and laughter right. you could ever want. You guys are the rock stars of podcasting, and every episode is epic and entertaining. You guys are the rock I said stars maybe. of podcasting. You know, <laughs> favorite podcast and favorite friends, dude. You're just no. doing every accent you have? No, I'm doing southern accent, bro. Southern California. Bro, this is my southern <laughs> accent. Yeah, dude. Totally. 
Like, are you totally looking for a new podcast? So, Doug, thanks for that. But this is the one I wanted to read. <laughs> this is the one I wanted to read. That was the worst. It's titled, Too Many Ads. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the review reads, <laughs> the review reads, way too many ads. I'll probably delete soon. <laughs> That's it? He hasn't deleted it yet? <laughs> and it's a five-star review. What? <laughs> okay. That's hilarious, too. Too many ads. I love how it's like, yeah, man, these ads Wait. piss me off. But I'm just still okay. going to give it another chance here. Oh, uh, I, I think I know who this is. It's called Aaron. Josh Core. I think it's Josh um, Marmon. Does this person, has this person looked at other ads? I mean, I made left yeah. o- other reviews. <laughs> so they reviewed a game called Dune. Do you remember that game? Yeah. Where you like yes. bounce the ball. And it says, this game used to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Now Thanks with for ruining my childhood, and other balls, iPhone. It doesn't run smoothly, even on an iPhone X. Something I was really hoping about the gameplay. It's less responsive now. And then I paid to remove ads. This guy really doesn't like ads. He's obsessed with ads. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, hoping I wonder, that he was going to be like, I wonder if it's, too many uh, ads on this game. Because some some podcasters like have ads in them, you know, that aren't related Maybe. to us in any way, like. When you start a new podcast, it'll it just injects oh, yeah, yeah. one of their ads into it, you know? Yeah. Like tune in radio or something like that. I wonder if that's this what person has also reviewed Praise a Lot Praise Arise Live. I think that's an album. You're probably no, right. It, so- it sounds like a Jatipo thing. Yep. And it says something about New York State, so that's why I figured. Um Clear Vision, seventeen plus. The praise thing plus bragging about the iPhone X, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> love it. This is this is a review titled Love It. I love this style sniper game. The gameplay is great. Uh, okay. I had to dock a star because the cutscenes are too long. Again, this guy does not like his entertainment I wouldn't, to be. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I didn't dock it a star. <laughs> I had cutscenes to. are too long. Morally there's poor spelling and grammar throughout the game. Four Gun stars. to my head. The worst spelling and grammar? That's what I look for in my sniper games is spelling and grammar. <laughs> Here we go. He also reviewed Bible. Just like the Bible? Bible app. Best oh, thing Bible since app. other ah, Bible okay. cases. Pretty good. Uh, I feel like the language kind of, is a little different than it originally was. but other This than is that, kind of awesome judgy. App. It allows me to preach from any translation without lugging around my laptop or three a little, Bibles. A little preachy. Not to mention <laughs> the flexibility of this note. Ending's a little weird. Give me. Kind of confusing. A little yeah, bit kinda, too many ads. They but the beginning is kind of confusing too. So kind of lost the plot towards the end. <laughs> the third act kind of uh, trails off a little bit. Also, this doesn't even, this doesn't even feel like women. it was written by the same writer. Huh? Too many are women. We, are we still joking <laughs> yeah. about the Bible? I mean, we got Ruth. Yeah. We got the beginning. Of, like the, it seems like different people wrote different parts. It's not even cohesive. Yeah, yeah like, like hire on, a ghostwriter already. Yeah, like a holy at least get a freaking writer. editor. Compile it all. Boom. Make it like cohesive. I mean, like those Guys, four books are telling every, the same story. We're taking everyone down this week. <laughs> we're putting the Bible in our crosshairs and we're taking it down. You know we're what? You know, it. my biggest complaint about the Bible is <laughs> what, Aaron? <laughs> it's just too many ads. <laughs> just way too many ads. <laughs> uh. 
But my favorite book is The Ads of the Apostles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was dumb. That was dumb. Thank, thank you for laughing. It was a good try. It's all right. I was distracted. I laughed because I like you as a person, not because I like <laughs> your joke. Oh, um, guys. So, Trump, huh? Dude, he freaking... He did Kim it. Kim Jong-un. I'm Dude, he did it. High fives all around. He, was, he did it. He was triumphant. Triumphant? Mm. Like triumphant, but... Mission accomplished. High fives all around. We did it. He did it. Only he could have done it. So And he did. I built... Phil, tell us about your Barista Nightmare show. Oh, you have one coming up, you said. Tomorrow, yes. Is this the one that the dude's been advertising for like months? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I And honest... Okay, first of all, I'm going to say this. I... When he, when I first contacted him about playing at the coffee shop, I mentioned, I don't remember how it came up, but I brought up the podcast. Oh, you don't he, remember how it came up? Oh, by well, the way. I, don't, I would not I have just said, I have a podcast too. I would not have said that. So I'm not sure how it came up. I say that. <laughs> but um, he was like, you do? Like all caps. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, oh no. Like that means he. No, he, that's. That's how you know people don't actually understand podcasting. Because anyone who knows what a podcast is, when you tell them that you have one, they're like, oh, great. Like You're right. That's like yeah. anyone. That's... Like, there's literally no barrier of entry to having a podcast. That's, well, that's, yeah. So I have a very successful podcast. I'm, <laughs> so I'm not sure if he's listening. He's never mentioned it. But yes, he is the one who, he told me, he, uh, he gave me like a some possible dates that were like, <laughs> He's like that were like four months in advance. Do any of these work in your schedule? Like I don't know, I might be dead by then. I four, could get yeah. cancer and die before then. You're like at my age, you never four, know. Yeah. Four, four it was like three, three or four months in advance. He gave me some dates, <laughs> and then I, and then a couple weeks later, I said, "How about this one that he had suggested?" <laughs> and he said, "Sorry, it's already booked up." <laughs> And then I was like, whoa, You're like, okay. Then just tell me what date. Like, I don't this care guy's serious. What is this you're going to be like that. Uh, so this guy's, this guy's serious. So then I was like, okay, so what about this time? And then he's like, no, I've got that booked up. And so then I was like, <laughs> and this is, this was in January. Uh, it was like in like March or May. I want to say it was February. <laughs> it was at least two months ago. <laughs> it was in what January. I wanted, it was like here's March the thing. or May. I was asking him, hoping to play during spring break, and so I was, oh, which was the, the beginning of April, right? So yes. It would have been so March. I was, I think it was February, and then and it was already booked up. And so I, then I, I said, just remember that like when it happened, thinking June will never come. It's so far away. Right. Like, and so then I, but so then what I said was, but so then when 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 that happened and it was so far out, I said, okay, well then. Can I play, um, how about like, and I was, I looked at the calendar of when school got out and I was like thinking, okay, like the week after school gets out will be perfect. Cause I don't have time to like, you know, practice a bunch and play, you know, and I'll have nothing to do. It'll be awesome. So I give him the week after, and he goes, he goes, sorry, it's all full. <laughs> and then I said, okay, what about the week after that? And he goes, yeah, I've got an opening on Wednesday. It's like he's freak. It's not freaking Madison Square Garden here. It's a freaking. What? Coffee what is shop. the? It's a coffee shop. 
It's a coffee. Sh- yes. So wow. it's called, and this is the one, if you recall, we played there, I th- it must've been last summer and, um, they, they do, uh, a live stream of all their shows. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, that's so, right. Everybody listening to this, it'll be too late. You won't be able to, uh, but I'll post something in the group. Um, the show is Wednesday tomorrow. Yes. That's the uh, irony of it. You, I mean, the you show was like yesterday. You have like six months to Wednesday, warn everyone yesterday. about it. Still <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, so then the other funny thing was then, so then it was like, okay, I've got the date. So then a couple weeks after that, he says, okay, so I'm glad, I'm glad we have a date settled. Can you create a Facebook event? And I was like, Did you just sure. say no? Like, I wish I knew how to, dude. I, <laughs> so I was like, sure. And then he then he wrote me a couple weeks later, and he goes, still waiting on that Facebook event or something like dude. that. And I was like, whoa, dude. And then he, and I was like, okay, sorry. Yeah, I've, I'm really busy. Then a week later, a week after that, then he goes, hey, I created the Facebook event. You <laughs> and jerk. I gave, <laughs> and I gave you, uh, you know, uh, like admin rights or whatever. Yeah, ad- admin rights. And um, so then I looked at it like last week and he the thing he wrote. Oh, I sent you guys <laughs> that thing that he wrote. Yeah, I wish yeah, because I liked it. I liked Aaron's interpretation of it. <laughs> you edited it and then I re-edited you it. re-edited. <laughs> so, so yeah, good. so that was I, I, I assume that he like he uses like Facebook for all of his scheduling that's how or like that's a pretty common thing like a lot of the venues around me they'll make uh facebook events for every show they have yeah because it's like an easy way if somebody wants to go they can respond that they're going and then it's like in their notifications and crap like that well and then you can invite but still like if he cares that like it makes you want to say dude if you want a facebook event so much then freaking create it yourself why didn't you just i know but he did he did, and he like wrote know, a whole after, paragraph about after a band he made that you he's... feel guilty about it, right? But it's because he didn't want to write a thing about my band, which I I get it. Like I, I don't want well, like, him to write a thing think... about my band either. Again, who who does he who is he picturing out there that's just like trolling Facebook events for local coffee shop gigs, and they're no, going to go think... based on the description in the Facebook event. I, here's what I think it is, honestly. I think that he he created this coffee shop and he wants his spot to be like this is where live music happens yeah. in Roseville because he he has stuff booked out Hometown of like, Summer Sanders. <laughs> yes. Um and I when he first opened I I messaged him cuz I was thinking oh he's got to be hurting for bands so he'll totally let me play <laughs> because they <laughs> went when they first opened i um i remember i saw a thing they had a big flyer that said live music here and then i looked at the thing and it said live music and it was like three nights a week and they had just opened and i was like how would you even pull that off like live music because there three are nights a week every single every single people who are willing week. to play for free but that are willing to play for free that the venue likes to have around because they actually are good enough that it's not like a hindrance. <laughs> oh, you mean like when people come in just to enjoy a coffee and they get yelled Someone at by the idiot them? who's playing guitar? 
They get harassed. Hey, I changed that guy's life. That's what happened. I don't for think the that's worse. True. That old man, that old man, he walked into that coffee shop and I said, with every eye closed and every head bowed, and he walked in and I said, <laughs> Sir, Sir, I see that latte. Please close your eyes. And I he, wish he had just been like, F you, pal. <laughs> you know what you did? That guy drinks exclusively at Starbucks now. Yeah. Like they lost a customer for life. No. no I think I changed his life. I think he was like, he was like, whoa, what's happening? There's, there's something happening in this space right now. What it is. And I must be a part of it. And I must be a part of it. That's what I think happened. I must be part of it. Anyway, that dude's yelling at me. (laughs) <laughs> like whether I like it or not, apparently I'm a part of this. I must be part of it. I'm well, part of it now. I must be part of this wild show. <laughs> I uh, wish someone would bearded man to close screaming at me. So, so Phil, tell us about your acoustic gig or your acoustic board. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so, like, use your words though. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm. We'll do. Mm-hmm. So, I have You have what now? A child who just entered the room, I think. No, I was trying to get my mic off so I could go and look at it. Okay. Oh, your board. So, my board. Not the child. Not the mic. My board. So, I've got the TC Hashtag look at it. <laughs> That's what is that? The opposite of the Me Too hashtag. <laughs> That's that look is, at it. That is Sorry. That's terrible. <laughs> hashtag guess I'm part of it now. <laughs> okay. Okay, Phil, you were saying? Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Okay. So, um, so I've got the TC Helicon Harmony Singer. Um, oh, how do you like the that? One. By the way, so I, I've um, messed around with it in my uh, in my office area slash music room, and it sounds pretty freaking cool. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to come across live, but um, it's pretty fun, mm-hmm. like used sparingly. Uh, so that's what I'm hoping to do uh, to kind of kick it in, kick it on for like the occasional chorus. Yeah, I think those pedals are fun when they're used in a band like yours. I'm always annoyed yeah. when people use uh, vocal, like especially just for harmonies or whatever. When they're in a band with other people, it's like <laughs> those people should just sing harmony. Yeah, yeah. That's, it just it says I don't trust that person. Yeah, standing exactly. next to me with a microphone. I'd rather have a computer <laughs> sing along with me. Um. Oh, Cole. By the way, the the chord, the guitar center chord that goes um uh, quarter inch to uh, XLR, it works fine. I mean, it's not it's not the Booyah. best, but it's. But you were right. It yeah, works fine. I interrupted my backyard camping trip just to take a video and show you. So it's plugged into my, um, I have it plugged in my 
music room, I have it plugged into my little acoustic amp. Nice. And uh, it works fine. Um, so so I go, uh, and, and this particular unit, I know that some of them don't do this, but this one has um, mic input and output, but also your guitar goes into it. Mm-hmm. So it hears your the chords you're playing, and right. it does the yeah yeah the harmonies so like knows, in real yeah. time based on the chords, which and is how the trio does it. Yeah, so it's pretty freaking cool. Because um, I kn- I know the older models you had to like tell it what key you're playing yeah. in, yeah, to so so you could sing in like with it or whatever. And this one you don't have to do that. It just has like the uh, switches to go, uh, like. I think it's like a third down and a third above mm. or a fifth down and a, and a fifth above, or you can do just aboves and just belows. There's a couple different just options. Just belows. So then I've got, can the, you make um, it sound like just one person trying to sing in tune with you, but like slightly off, it's like a semitone <laughs> off. <laughs> I'd, I'd, just like a tone deaf. Band. Like a bad singer. singer. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bad backup singer. I don't know. I, I'm sure I could figure out a way to do that. Like if I if I played a wrong note in a chord, right? Oh yeah, maybe. Then it that would, would be, I feel like that then would it would really find awesome. the that'd be cool. Um so so then I go from there into the um Ibanez S C ten. That's the one that um Pat Chen, I don't think he listens, but uh, if Pat Chen, if you do, this pedal is freaking awesome. And I mm-hmm. only paid like 29 bucks for it total for on reverb and it's super great. So then I go that one into, that's the oh, Ibanez one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's Oxblood, um, into the chorus and then from the chorus into the digital delay, uh, the DD seven. <laughs> And then from the D, uh, the DD7 into the the hook reverb, also by Keeley. Um, and I also have a Saturn Works uh, tap because I needed a tiny one to fit on this tiny board. Um, Is that the one that's in like the finger size, whatever enclosure? No, it's like the it's like a um, it's a square. Yeah, it's a really a really yeah. small square. And um I don't know if I've talked about this before, but Saturn works. I see them like all the time on boards and stuff. And that guy's like on the other end of Sacramento. He's in Davis. Mm-hmm. And I've like when I bought something from him, I was like I really wanted to say, "Hey, I've got a podcast and you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe uh, you want to like hang out sometime." But I was like, "No, I'm not going to I'm not going to do that." <laughs> But he's got some, uh, I don't know, I guess he he does, like, it doesn't seem like he has, like, his own pedals. Like, he does a lot of, like, based on the stuff I've seen on his websites, it's all, like, uh, loopers and weird different, like, patch bay kind of things. Yeah. Like, utility pedals. Yeah, he doesn't, like, I don't know, he doesn't make, like, his own circuits or anything, does he? Do you guys know? I stepped away for a second. Saturn you works. About? You talking about Daniel Shields? Saturn works. As far oh, as Saturn I know, works. he only makes like utility stuff, so it's not really 
Yeah, that's all I've ever seen. Like a circuit. It seems like a weird thing, thing to do, though, right? I mean, it's it's like, like the it's easier. But there, is there like money in it? I mean, you bought one. I know, yeah. but like, I know born I bought every day, one. You know. <laughs> but I mean, like, I think they're relatively cheap to make. Like, it can't cost that much to produce them. I felt kind of bad because I I didn't low I I didn't lowball. I found the the cheapest one on Reverb, and then I like I went below asking price, and he immediately accepted. And then I saw that it was him, hmm. <laughs> like the seller was yeah. Saturn Works. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh well, now I feel kind of bad because <laughs> like I was you like not well, bad enough know. to not accept it though. Well, well, he accepted. Yeah, I know. But yeah, so I'm looking he, at his he didn't website. Say, Screw he you. has a couple of things like. Uh, fuzz and an overdrive hmm but they're those are also pretty cheap like the fuzz is a hundred bucks 109 the overdrive is what are the graphics on them they're the same his same like saturn stuff or mm-hmm. yeah just like pictures of planets yeah or rings yeah it's called the saturn fuzz so so oh, anyway, he has a, might... a pedal order switcher. That's kind of cool. Yes. See, so some of, so that one, but like, still, it's not really like circuit stuff. It's just like wiring schematics, basically. It's yeah, it's yeah, just it's more like patch bay kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool though. So, uh, but it, like on one hand, it's you think like, is there even any money in that? But on the other hand, like the market is so flooded with effects pedals that. Yeah, totally. You can make a pedal that solves a problem for somebody. Maybe there's more of a market there than there is making another analog delay pedal or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And the overdrive that he has is a tube overdrive, so it has a tube in it, which whatever. But Yeah, that's kind of pokey probably. It sticks out. Like straight up? Yeah, it has like rings around it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it has rings around it. Yeah, like it has a cage around it, but huh, the tube sticks out. So it's like a 12x7 that just like sticks in a socket at the top of the yeah pedal. Hmm. That's not unheard of. Not in slightest. So yeah, that's my small board, and uh, that's cool. This, I I have the the ox split on there, but I know I'm not using it tomorrow night. I, I just I put it I just felt like I didn't like the idea of having a board that didn't have an overdrive pedal on it. <laughs> Do you often use overdrive on your acoustic though? Um I used to when I was um when I was leading at my old church I I started doing it just cuz I liked to have like but it was like your main guitar little, at the time, right? Yes, and I like to have some dirt like I I like that when I I could get it to where I hit it really hard and it would buzz a little bit. Um, you know, for the Lord. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of dirt for the Lord. Just yeah. buzzing for the Lord. Yeah, get a little get a little dirty for Jesus. But then he, um, he can make you clean. Mm-hmm, exactly. See? Cole gets it. Um yeah. So, 
yeah, I just I felt like I had to have it on there, and but I'm not using it tomorrow night. I might use it in the future, but also I was thinking I might also use this board at some point with an electric, mm-hmm. like that same um, setup. Yeah, exactly. So I then I wouldn't have to, you know. Yeah. But for me, having overdrive chorus delay reverb, mm-hmm. like that's that's my my meat and potatoes. Yeah, I've been playing. <laughs> um, I have on my mini board right now the um, the boost that I that I borrowed the solid gold effects boost. Yeah. And then the half horse, nice the DM two, and the surf rider reverb, and that's been doing like a ton. So that's been really fun. I'm working on doing. Uh, um, I told someone I would play, or I got asked to play, so I'm kind of starting to work on doing like a solo setup thing. But I want to do it on electric instead of acoustic. So I'm kind of working on building like a lot of noise to sing over. So that setup's been really cool for that with the half horse. Yeah. And then the boost lets me like pull it back and do more like chordal stuff. Kind of finger picked like what you would normally do in an acoustic set, but on electric, so it's a little dirty and fun. So it's kinda cool. But that little board is fun. I like having that like as a secondary thing rather than before when I was stuck on the Metro twenty where yeah. it felt like I was limited. Now I have like the massive board and then that's kind of like a fun little build more kind of situationally specific rig totally yeah i have which is kind of what you did too right i put the germanium pelotar on mine which has been pretty rad anyways phil go say what you're gonna say Mm. uh well i i was just gonna say i don't i'm i'm not planning on like changing my setup like yeah yeah on the small one like very often are you are you Sounds yeah, like probably. you're thinking like you'll mix it up whenever you need to do something. Yeah, different. yeah. I've actually been thinking about it. Um, I put it, I had it on my other board, like on the Squatch board, like as a. So I'm thinking about maybe finding a way to attach it to that, and keeping it on there, and then having it as like a pull off mini rig, that I can like wire into and out of, and like run it into my regular signal. So it's like. Mm-hmm kind of modular in that way so i can pull off like the mini board mm-hmm. from the big board and not have to unwire and rewire to move the two together will it be too but, tall i wonder in your i don't case. know it's in my case right now like just sitting on the board so that's what gave me the idea like i was kind of putting it away just to clear space and it all fits together so i'm like hey that might be a fun idea that would be cool because it's on if you put it on like the small like the low part of the case, yeah, the pedal yeah. board only adds like maybe an inch and a half. Yeah, like it's the front so it's not whatever. any taller than than it would be at the back of the board. It's cool. Yeah. Death coup. Do you have yours set up yet, Cole? Yeah, so I have, uh, and I played through. I live streamed the other night just for a few minutes, um, but I put. I put the blues driver on it. So I have a blues driver that I bought from, uh, crap. Why did I just blank on his name? He's in the group. He's a patron. He lives near me. I bought some pedals from him. Joey. Justin, maybe, maybe. Oh, Justin. Yeah. And, uh, 
it's just a stock blues driver. I don't like it as much as I remembered. I had a JHS modded blues driver before, and I wonder mm -hmm. if it, the mods made me like it more. I don't know, but it's... Yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, I'm sure. But I put their Germanium Pelotar on there, and that's perfect for that kind of board. It's in the corner, so I can hit both foot switches really easily. Oh, cool. And that's that's the Pelotar, and then it just has a Germanium, like a pretty clean boost on it. And uh, I really like that pedal. I'm and glad I are, have it on You a can board use that makes either sense. one independently, right? Yeah, it has two foot switches. You can't like nice. switch the order of them, but you can turn them on yeah, yeah. independently. And then I put the Aerostat on there, and I really like that pedal. Um, which is the? I forgot you got that. Did you buy that from Matt? Yeah, yeah. It was like the last one. And apparently, it was like a he had built oh, right. it semi custom for somebody. That's it has gold knobs on it, which I think all the oh, other ones cool. had silver knobs. And it's a little bit higher gain than most of them, but yeah, it's a pretty mm. sweet. Like it's pretty distortiony. That's cool. Um, I like it a lot. And then I have the chemist on there, which is the Matthews, like the chorus flanger thing. And then I put the spring tank on there, but I probably won't leave that on there. I kind of don't really have any need for it. I'm right because it kind of does what your amp party does. Yeah, I'm debating. I don't know. I was looking at Chase Bliss pedals the other day, <laughs> thinking like, I just want to get a Chase Bliss pedal. You know, you said I just you wanted, wanted a tonal recall, right? Yeah, kind of. I the think I like the idea block. of it. I, more than I would actually like it. And then I was looking at the Therme and I was like, oh, that, that thing seems really cool. And then it's $500. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty insane cost-wise. But I could see getting like the womb tone or something like that. Really what I want to do is just get another Mobius. I actually do still miss the Mobius. The womb tone was really cool. I kind of yeah. regret selling that. When, why did he do a phaser... And like multiple delays and a couple multiple different delays. variations, <laughs> a couple variations of his own chorus and and like flanger, flanger, but not reverb. I think reverb is boring. Boring. Well, okay, we're, but we're not. I know you guys think it's boring, no, but, no, but there is. I'm less... talking about what P Dub guys would go bonkers yeah, i think like, the type of stuff with that, reverb the type of stuff that he does doesn't make as much sense with reverb like so much of what he does is changing the way that the effects modulate yeah which i know you can do modulated reverb too but maybe that's part of it do, does he not do a single reverb pedal no he has no, no reverb. reverb pedals that is kind of surprising but I'll, at the same time i kind of admire it <laughs> and maybe it's I just because i mean i just the don't market's think like that, so flooded like, his format and their I mean, I, I don't, I can't imagine what he would do with a reverb that hasn't already been done. Oh, in well, the here's, same way that he does like other stuff, like I with course, like he kind of blew up the game with course, but like everyone's kind of doing reverb stuff. But also, isn't like a big part of a lot of his pedals is uh, the fact that the signal path is analog, right? Yeah, that's true. So I mean, you can't really make an analog reverb pedal. That is true, because mm. yeah, it's analog chorus and analog. I don't know if all of his phaser, but that's like uh, maybe I'm well, just thinking of a few effects, specific All ones. the core effects, no, are analog, and then it, just they're the like digitally controlled. Well. Digital. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's, that's true, though. Maybe that's part. It doesn't of it. make sense. There you go. You can't really do an analog reverb 
We solved it. So everyone who's asking for a taste plus reverb, shut you don't up. know what you want. I, I know like, there's no get... reason for him to do that because he'd just be making a digital pedal. Yeah. Which everyone else, anyone else could do. Maybe that's part okay. of it too. Like, is there any room? Maybe it's harder to stand out because there's plenty of other companies that like their main popular pedal is a reverb, you know? Yeah. That company also seems like one of the ones that the owner is like very much into making things that he likes and wants. Yeah. And I just, it just doesn't seem like that's something that he's into, but maybe that's only because he hasn't made one. I don't know. That's not like I, I've actually I respect, asked had a conversation it, personally. It seems like he he Yeah, like this is this is perception based on very little information, but yeah, it seems like he isn't just trying to make pedals that will sell as much as possible. Like the condor on the on its face is not very easily marketable. Hmm. Like if he had come to market with the condor as his first pedal, that, that's the one I'm thinking of. Right? Yeah, the one yeah. That's like a, like a filter pedal, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, a boost, like EQ that, filter. That would not, uh, that wouldn't take off if somebody, you know, somebody was new to the game and their first pedal was this kind of envelope filter boost type thing, EQ. It's not like there aren't a lot of people asking for that, but because he has a huge name, uh, people like it, you know. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mark <laughs> Johnston. Everybody check out his... Uh, his Instagram and his YouTube channel. He's he's got videos using the Condor and he loves it. I played with it a little bit at NAM and it is crazy. Yeah, it's it's very like because the way the ramping stuff works, you can basically use I'm it on. as so many different types of effects. Like you can get phase out of it and you can get tremolo and like it's crazy. Like an auto wah kind of thing. Yeah, but I think like to your Toronto, point, Cole, like anything. Yeah, I think to your point, like the the fact that the the fact that his other pedals have been so well received and well respected, like made room where people trust him to release something like the Condor. Totally. Yeah. Because like everyone was like, "How is that going to be cool?" But we know it's going to be cool because it's <laughs> yeah. Chase Bliss, well, like, right? Yeah, exactly. I guess is the Thermate. I mean, it. I know it isn't. It's just like a Bucket Brigade delay but it seems like it has it has like a harmonic shifter component well, and to it has also. like some shimmery kind of stuff too doesn't it a little bit like is it I is it reverby at all that. or not is it just the specific no. demos i listen to no it's like it the, i think that's just like the nature of like analog delay kind of gets okay. that washy thing but yeah yeah from my understanding is that the and even the harmonic aspect of it like the pitch shifting is based on the manipulation of the time so it's sense. like turning the the rate knob on an analog delay like goes it makes it sound like yeah yeah right it's using that element to make pitch shift sounds on the repeats yeah yeah which is wow. really cool like it's really yeah, smart it's an, it's really because cool it is idea. 100 it, at its core it's an analog delay but the way that it's digitally controlled is what makes it do all that weird stuff which yeah. is crazy super cool and it looks fun. I, I love the look of that one. Yeah, it does look super cool. I know. I'm. I'm seriously like I'm. Yeah, I, I'm very tempted by that pedal, and I can't explain why. 
And also, a rubberneck popped up just on my classifieds today. Oh, nice. <laughs> One of those. Yeah, what did you... Did, did you... I haven't messaged the guy yet. I might. Yeah. It comes with the FS3X, which is... Boss makes this three-button foot switch that... Um, mm. Like, it, it lets you access extra functions on the pedal, essentially. Um, but... That pedal doesn't hold its value super well. So I think if, if I really wanted to get one, I could probably get one for dirt cheap on reverb or something. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just like I don't really have any delay pedals. And so it's probably oh, you don't just have like... Any. No, I don't own, other than the MS3, I don't own a single delay pedal. I think um, you should get an analog delay, and I think the Rubbernecker is a good idea if you can get it for a good deal. Yeah, I thought about getting the Wazacraft, the the DM2. Is that what it's? Dude, I love it. Yeah, but the Rubberneck could be a cool one. The Rubberneck thing is a is like it's got a, tap, bro. Got it tap. Does have tap. You gotta that, have that tap. <laughs> with that extra foot switch, it lets you control the Rubbernecking with the foot switch, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. So I don't know. Yeah, I think I don't know. I. What I need to do is just play guitar again because I haven't played guitar in like a month. Feels really? Like. Since you yeah. got the new gig, basically? Yeah. It seems like that. I live-streamed like two songs the other night, though, so that's pretty... That's oh, did you? So What happened you, with that, that live stream? I saw, <laughs> like I saw first... a comment that said, you have, you have 50-something views and this... And this video is one second long how does that make you feel <laughs> oh. <laughs> i don't know it, like i tried to start it like four different times and it kept uh i don't know i ended up i always have issues live streaming when i'm on my wi-fi and i don't know if it if facebook just forces like super high bandwidth on like on the upload but i usually just switch to my cellular and it and it works fine but yeah i don't know what was up with that but it wasn't a very good live stream. It was, <laughs> but it was <laughs> for old time's sake, you know, singing some songs, playing a little what stinker. Song, what songs did you do? I did a Jimmy Eat World song, and then I did Memory Lane by H2O. Mm, Memory Lane, H2O. That song is rad. Visual sound pedals. Gatorade. Water. So any out. guesses, any guesses what the pedal was? Uh, what, TC what, Electronic, something. No, it was the Behringer Vintage Phaser. <laughs> oh, he got a couple months out of it. That's pretty good. Out of a Behringer <laughs> pedal. <laughs> Here's another one. Behringer equals crap. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible, noisy, distorted, and tone sucking. But at least it worked for 15 minutes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's good. Behringer equals crap. I just wanted Indeed to let everyone know that. That's a lot harder than it looks, Phil. So, kudos to you, dose. <laughs> Whatever. You can't even take. A compliment I can't like tell a gentleman. when you're complimenting me for real or not. That's <laughs> the thing. I, I Is this can't. a joke compliment? No. I can't blame you. Thank you, Cole. I just went and looked at that rubberneck, and it showed up from Gear Top Classifieds. I thought it was in my local one, but it's in like freaking Wisconsin uh, or something. Oh, weird. Thanks a lot, Facebook. Don't Wait, I thought you said those pedals were like a local guy. He thought I they thought were. they were. They look just like this guy who built them locally. 
Hmm. I say all kinds of things, Bill, <laughs> just to make you think I'm smart. <laughs> think I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. Hmm. Well, it works. <laughs> good to hear. Well, guys, that I think that was not a real compliment. I know. <laughs> when I said it works, yeah. No, I meant it. Oh, see how it feels. Unlike see how it feels. Unlike some of us, when your compliment gets rejected out of hand. I well, it wasn't for you. Hand. It was in my hand, and I rejected it. <laughs> in hand. Rejected it in hand. Mm-hmm. It was hand ejected. Mm-hmm. I ejected it right in your hand. <laughs> I, don't, don't. I don't think we want to go down that road. No, 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 no. Well, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> was it, Aaron? <laughs> oh, man. And that's what happens when we wing it. Guys. <laughs> We were just buttholing it pretty hard that time. Pretty buttholy. I feel Hi, good Jeff. about it, though. <laughs> I do, too. Thanks for friendship, folks. <sighs> Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. And warm it up. Mm-hmm.